0: Welcome to NFL Total Access, the
1: locker room. I'm Michael Robinson here with Mike Garofolo. Jeezy, what's going down?
2: Oh, what's going down? The NFL season, the biggest season ever. We've been teasing it as because we got more games than we've ever had before with all 17 games for everybody, 18 weeks in total. But it's week one right now, Mike Rob. That's man. Even though we added one more, every <laughs> week matters, and that's why we're digging into every game week one here on the pod. This is going to be fun, man. Let's go, man. What, is, what we got? What's the first game up? You got your list, Mike? Let's do I, it, Listen, man. the first game is the one that we knew was going to be the first game a while <laughs> back, and it doesn't get much bigger than, I don't know, Tampa Bay, the defending Super Bowl champions, Tom Brady, and the star on the helmet on the other side, okay? The yeah. Dallas Cowboys, they call them America's team. Uh, you know, you get Dak. I mean, the storylines... They're out of control.
1: Yeah, they're everywhere.
2: I'll I'll start right there. I mean, you know, I'll take the layup. Because to me, (laughs) the biggest story, I mean, Dak Prescott was on a historic pace last year when he got injured. I mean, 6,000 yards, okay? Not that he was going to keep that up, but, you know, it was clear he was going to have a monster season statistically. The team was coming from behind every week, it seemed like. Um, you know, then he goes down. So you got the, the leg to come back from. Then you got the shoulder to be thrown into. The contract stuff resolved itself in the offseason. So you don't have to worry about that. But it's just been an unbelievable, I don't know, 11 months or whatever it's been for Dak Prescott. Can he hit the ground running? Can he come out and play well um, and 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 get this team to compete? I mean, Jerry Jones was playing possum a couple weeks yes. ago. Oh, we're just... We're just trying to hang in there against them mighty Tampa Bay Buck. Jerry, yeah. you know this team's got a shot to go in and play well, and I think that they're going to. Yeah, I think they're going to play well as,
1: I think they're going to play well, too, and, and possibly win the, win the NFC East. You know what I'm saying? I just – they have the talent. You have Dak Prescott there. I think they made a fatal mistake, though, Jeezy. Not getting Dak Prescott any time in, pre- in the preseason. And I get it. Yeah, nobody wants him to get hurt in the preseason. But hell, what if what if he gets hurt in the first quarter of game one? It's the same thing. You want him as comfortable as possible. When you, you talked about he was on a record pace, almost 6,000 yards. And uh, uh, last year, we know what he looks like when he's healthy. We know what he looks like when he's in a groove, when he feels good. I'm not so sure when he first walks out um, on, on that first snap come Thursday night that he's going to feel good, especially knowing that a big piece of his offensive line is Zach Martin probably won't be playing because of the COVID and all that type of stuff. So, I mean, and then you look at you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, the GOAT, he played in preseason. So if Tom Brady can play, like, I, I just, when I look at this game, I, I think Dallas missed an opportunity to get Dak ready. And I think they're going to take a big L. And I know we ain't taking no, I know we ain't doing picks right now, but we can pick this one, dog. Uh, I think Tampa Bay by 30. Okay,
2: yeah. By 30. No, I not think by it's,
1: no not by 30. Not by 30. All right. But I
2: I, I do think they're gonna be, I do think they're gonna be. I think them. it could be shockingly competitive. On Tampa side, by the way, for this upcoming season, this to me feels like a team that said, okay, we won the Super Bowl, but we could be so much better. And yes. and this is gonna be like step on your throat regular season. I mean, I'm looking for 14, 15 wins from this team. I really am. I think they're really, really? gonna rack them up. I do. I this feels like Not that they're going to be this good, but 2007 Patriots, who didn't win the Super Bowl, I get that, but during the regular season were just stepping on throats during the season. I really expect that from Tampa Bay throughout this season. I think they're going to win a boatload of games in the regular season. All right, let's move on. All right, let's Uh, go. Eagles, Falcons, I'll drive the bus for now. Eagles, Falcons, I'll tell you what, you can, I'm driving, but I'm going to let you get first crack at this game.
1: I, I don't know what to expect from either one of these offenses. I don't know what an Arthur Smith offense looks without Derrick Henry in the backfield. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm excited about Kyle Kyle Pitts. The guy, when he caught that one pass in the flat uh, in the preseason, and the dude looks like the biggest, longest, fastest animal out there, man. Like, I'm just excited to see this dude get the ball in his hands. And for Philly, you know... uh, Jeezy, early in the offseason, you you know, because I, I called you about it, you know, I said some things about uh, uh, Nick Sirianni, you know, I, I don't know, he may be a yes man, I don't know, maybe that's why he got the job and all of those things, and boy, did the Philly fans, the Philly players, and everybody jumped down my you-know-what, I mean, they got in my, I
2: mean, Lane Johnson even hit me up like, bro, you might be wrong on this one. Well, Mike, Rob, I'll say, and this is what I'm looking at specifically. I mean, we can talk about the Eagles big picture, but for week one, what I'm looking at from them is how are they going to come out of the gate? Because mm. there's two ways to approach a team in the regular season, or I'm sorry, in the preseason and training camp. You can push them too hard. Matt Patricia did that a couple years with the yeah. Lions. I remember hearing that the players were saying, we're out of gas because they've really been killing us during training camp. Okay. To me, this is the opposite in Philly. He has gone so light on these guys to the point where I heard players saying that when the Patriots came to town for joint practices, it was like the longest practice by far that they had had. I mean, and then they didn't play in the preseason. You know, can they hit the ground running? I got a lot of questions about that from Nick Sirianni and this coaching staff with regard to how they handled the preseason. So let's see. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles are off to a slow start this season. A lot of soft
1: tissue injuries sounds like it's coming for them if they don't have too too hard of a of a training camp. Uh, next game, Jeezy, pit Buffalo. Oh. The, you, you know my Buffalo Bills are a part of this, man. I get excited when you talk about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, uh, look, all right, everybody knows I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I love Buffalo. Please, uh, uh, I, I want to go up there and jump through a table. That'll happen. Pittsburgh, though, I do think Matt Canada is going to be the X factor for this team this year. Uh, more Ben Roethlisberger on the center. Uh, play action, you get more of a pull, more of a sell when you have the quarterback on the center. Less shotgun. I want to see Ben Roethlisberger move, though. He, like, in the past years, he looked big, man, and he looked like he couldn't get out of trouble and, and do the things that we're, we're accustomed to seeing. But, geez, I'm not sure he can still do that.
2: Well, it's funny you mention that because a lot of people think that that's going to have to be an element of this offense, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're going to do a little bit of those zone read things or whatever, but there's different ways to do it. The threat doesn't necessarily have to be: is the quarterback going to pull the ball and run with it? It could be: can he pull the ball and throw it quickly? That's, that's called RPO. That's correct. Right, the, RP, yeah. the RPO. So <laughs> and and so that's more of the threat that's going to keep the defense maybe on their heels or their heels or they so they hope right that that's mm-hmm. part of it uh and the other thing with matt canada that i keep hearing is because i say well he's got these concepts right but they've been run- i mean how many people have been running these concepts and they said well it's different to watch it on film or talk to coaches that have done it and try to implement it versus it's actually in your blood it's actually mm-hmm. in your dna so they feel like matt canada is going to be able to translate these things to the nfl le- level better Than some other folks have done but but quickly you give us your thought on your buffalo bills this year because it's been it's been like a roller coaster right Mm -hmm. the slow ascension and i'm not saying they're going to fall off i'm just saying it's been a slow steady climb and now it's about taking the next step
1: yeah they have to take the next step that's winning that's getting over kansas city i mean let's just be honest about it they can get over kansas city they will have taken the next step and for my man josh allen personally the next step is winning the mvp and he going to win it this year, Jeezy. Oh. He's going to win it this year. Yeah, I I, I I don't mind saying it. I was right a couple years ago with Patrick Mahomes. I ended up changing it up uh, last year, and I ended up getting it right with Aaron Rodgers. So I'm just saying, Jeezy, MVP, MVP Josh Allen, man. What's up with the next game? Next
2: game. The next game is, uh, listen, this is in a lot of ways maybe a nothing game for a lot of people, but the NFL – has done this before. They put a guy against his former team in week one. They did it with the Jets and Darrell Revis when they traded to uh, the Buccaneers. Now they're doing it with the Jets and the Panthers with Sam Darnold. Um, I I really want to start on on the Jets on this one, though, uh, because I think uh, Zach Wilson might actually play some smooth football this year. I thought it was going to be um, a a little bit of a learning curve for him, but what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, he's really, from the beginning of training camp, when he missed a couple of days through no fault of his own and, and his agents by taking their time, I'm, I'm, you know, wasn't an injury or anything. Uh, he really looked smoother and way more confident later in training camp. And they feel like he's catching on a lot quicker than a lot of folks thought that he would, because remember, he had a lot of clean pockets in college. Okay. They have a lot of traffic around us. So what they did in training camp was to try to create a lot of traffic around us. So they didn't do much of the seven on seven, drills which is oh, no pass rush they wanted to do as much team drills as possible now he didn't get hit he's got the red jersey but, but they wanted the to feel. create yeah. just create that feeling of guys around them and they think that that helped with his development and getting more comfortable Jeezy, I think the reason why this kid is so comfortable first of all he's smart
1: you know what I mean and second of all he he's a very easy thrower of the football but when I say that just when you watch him it's like Oh, it doesn't matter. I can just throw it any angle, any whatever. And It's not like he's thinking. I, 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 I compare it to a Cam Newton. Every time Cam Newton threw the ball, it looked like he was thinking, all right, let me throw it now. As opposed to, you know, the easy throw, of the football, just boom, 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 just let the ball out. You know what I'm saying? To me, that's why it seems like this guy's got a, a good grasp of, um, of this offense. But you're right. The NFL... Uh, schedulers did a great job in schedule, scheduling this. They did it with Darrell Reeves. They're, they're doing it with Sam Donald. They also did it with Real Mike Rob. right? In 2010, I got released from San Francisco. First week of the season. You know what I'm saying? I'll get with the Seattle Seahawks. First week of the season, we played at San Francisco 49ers. And dude, it was weird as hell. Like, weird. I'm looking at Patrick Willis, and we're looking at each other. We're about to go block. I'm about to go block him. He didn't even know how to take me on. He, like... Went to, the, went to the ground a little bit. It was awesome. I want to see if Sam Donald can respond because I do think the kid has a little talent. All right. Minnesota, Cincinnati, uh, Kirk Cousins versus Joe Burrow. What do you got, Big Dog?
2: I, I want to talk Cincy defense. This is great. We can go whichever way we want. So I'm going yeah. Cincy defense. This is a talented defense, okay? And they've done a lot in free agency the last couple yeah. of years to start to bring together a defense for coordinator uh, Lou Anarumo to start doing things. I think this is the key to their team. I think they really could be better defensively this year. Uh, and, and that could help Burrow, right? Because he's mm-hmm. he's coming off that ACL. He may take a little bit longer to get comfortable. Uh, we, we maybe spent too much time worrying about that in the preseason. <laughs> but I think Cincy's defense could be the untold story of that team this year. Well, I'll tell you one thing.
1: Zimmer wants to get that defense fixed. To me, that means less Kirk Cousins, the more Dalvin Cook. Get the blocking unit straight. Block the guys up front. Run the football, play tough nose defense, and I think the Vikings may have a shot, just a small shot, in the NFC North. What's up with the next game? Who you got? I can't even see it. San Francisco,
2: Detroit. I got my contacts in. I don't need contacts. Yeah. I don't need them. <laughs> uh, we got San Francisco, Detroit, and I think it would probably be malpractice if we didn't talk about Niners quarterbacks, Mike Robb.
1: Yeah, and I think it's malpractice if Cal Shanahan uses um, <laughs> Trey Lance like uh, like uh, my, my my guy in with the Saints. Taysom you Hill, him. you can't use him like Taysom Hill. He's not a freaking H back. He's not a tight end. He's not a fullback. That's not what he does by nature. So really, you're not fooling anybody when you bring him in the game. You see what I'm saying? You bring two quarterbacks in the game. You're really just playing. 10 against 11, Jimmy ain't going to give you nothing on the outside. And you know Trey Lance is going to do something with running the football or throwing it. So there's no surprise there. I just hope that they don't do that. When they say a package, I hope they totally take Jimmy Garoppolo out of the game and let Trey Lance come in and do his thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they can yeah. do that, that, that'll be fine. Um, with Detroit, quick on Detroit. Um, pain. This is Yeah, pain. Bite off some kneecaps, bite off some ankles. And I want to see Jared Goff... Throw the hell out of that ball.
2: That's, that's all I want to see. I, I think he does have the talent. I was going for more <laughs> Clubber-Lang prediction. Pain. No. <laughs> I think it could be a long year for Detroit. But you know what? Yeah. It wasn't about a one-year rebuild there. It's a long-term rebuild. Uh, but back to San Francisco. I, I Yeah, I think Trey Lance comes in. Jimmy's off the field. And Trey's got a chance to really make a statement to be the starter, which I think he will be by the time the season's over. I yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting to me because my belief about their mindset out there is we are so good from a roster standpoint that if we don't suffer injuries like we did last year, it really doesn't matter who the quarterback is because we're going to win the games. So if that's the case, why not get the kid out there and play him? Which to me, I'd almost think I would go the opposite, which is we're so good. Put the veteran out there. Yeah. And as long as he stays healthy, we got a better shot of winning games because he's not going to make as many mistakes. But that, what I hear, when I mentioned that, that first thinking is why I think It's Trey Lance sooner rather than later for San Francisco. Jacksonville, Houston, I don't think we got playoff teams in this game. (laughs) I really don't. I will say this. I think Houston, this notion that Houston's going to be the worst team in the league, I think is misguided. Okay? They're not going to be great. They're not making the playoffs. No. But I think that they're actually better than people think. They're probably going to win, I don't know, six, seven games would be the capper on me, but it's not a three-win team to me this team no. is, is better they have talent Tyrod's not gonna lose your games Jeezy Tyrod's not gonna lose the game this is gonna be a hard out for anybody
1: I've been on sorry-ass teams before and when you're on a sorry-ass team it frees you up there's no there's no pressure you can just go out there and commit a penalty so what we stink you go out there you block you just do your thing and I think that's gonna uh, you know add something to these players where they can go out there and just play and so I, I agree with you. I, I think they'll be a tough out for anybody. And Jacksonville, um, Trevor Lawrence, just keep smiling, bro. Just get up and keep smiling. I think you'll be fine two, when it's all set.
2: <laughs> two things real quick for Jacksonville. Uh, Trevor, I liked in the preseason how the ball came out quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. They also design things to make it easier for him. I think that's going to have to be the story of the season. You can't do it all the time, obviously, because defenses make it tougher on you, especially in the regular season when they're throwing things at you you're not expecting. But the more you can do that, the better. And two, how hard are they going to play for Urban? I, I, I'm really curious. They, they might. They might come out and play hard for him, or they might not. Let's see how he can adjust to the NFL player mentality. You go into your shower feeling
0: tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, Moving on to your Seahawks. Dwayne
2: Brown will be out there at the left tackle position. They solved his contract situation by sweetening it in the short term without giving him an extension. Uh, and and this is after Jamal Adams. This is why we don't overreact in May when we say, hey, these guys aren't on the field. Because guess what? It's not September. And you have plenty of time to solve that stuff. The Seahawks did. Uh, Indianapolis on the other end of this game. Uh, we'll see about Carson Wentz and his availability. Um, you know, I I... I <laughs> I love Carson, man. I do. You know he that. he gives us a
1: lot to talk about.
2: He gives us a lot to talk about oh. all the time. Wait, is he is he praying to the right God? Like hey, I, I don't, let's I don't not mean go that. there. I, I, just, let's not go there, you yeah. I Can't believe I asked you that question. I, I just I like what you know. He's a he's a religious guy. He's got to mm-hmm. know the story of Job, right? Mm-hmm. He is Job. He's being put <laughs> through the ringer. You go, okay. My daughter told me she's got to go to the bathroom. Just so everybody knows, I'm taking That's a potty so break. Doing. All right, um, so I, you know, I, I Carson, hang in there because I think at the end of this is, is is something that was well worth it for you, I guess. Well,
1: I mean, is Carson not what we thought he was? I mean, he's been hurt a lot in his career. I'm not saying hey, that, that that guy's but, still there. It, I mean, he is somewhere. Somewhere he led the league in turnovers last year. He also led the league in getting sacked last year. He also led the league in too many people screaming at the TV saying "throw the football, Carson." I don't know, man. If he plays, have oh. we ever
2: seen? Have oh. we ever seen a guy be up here, fall to as low as you could possibly fall, mm-hmm. and then come back? Like I, I, I don't know that we, because it's health. It's confident. It's a little bit of everything. With it him. is a little bit so of everything. So for him to come back from all that, it would be a great story. I love the guy. He got to get out of his own head, yeah. man. That's yeah. all. Okay.
1: Arizona, Tennessee. Uh, I love the Cardinals. I do like the Cardinals. Like the defense. Love that uh that middle linebacker, Zaban Collins. That's the biggest matchup. Uh, you know, one-on-one uh this week, I think. Zayvon collins against Derrick Henry. Those guys meeting in the middle of the Briar Patch. I think that's gonna be fun for all my physical fullbacks and linebackers out there, but Tennessee, man, like, I've been very intrigued by this team because there's a lot of shiny toys on the outside, you know, and I, I just hope that Todd Downing, who's the new offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't just say, hey, you know what? Ryan Tannehill can win the MVP. Let's just throw this ball every single play. I'm not sure Ryan Tannehill's that guy. To me, this team is still built around Derrick Henry. That's how you help your defense. That's, that, that goes along with the personality of your head coach. And I'm not so sure Ryan Tannehill can beat you with his arm consistently. I'm yeah. just saying. Uh,
2: back to Arizona, because I want to hit this real quick. Yeah. Um, this is a put up or shut up year for a lot of folks, a lot of key folks. King, Kingsbury? Kingsbury, Steve kime the general manager, and, and the quarterback, Kyler Murray. Um, you know, the baseball stuff mm. popped up again this offseason, right? And the notion that he's kind of like got one. And he didn't dismiss it, by the way. He kind of said, I'll, you know, I'll always love baseball. And So, you know, you start to get hit as a player in the NFL, and you go, why am I doing this, right? <laughs> Especially when you ain't got the body to really handle it all the way. Because I want to see – he took a hit in
1: Seattle last year, yeah. and it totally changed the season for the Arizona Cardinals. Totally changed it. He was shot a run. He didn't want to run through contact. His arm seemed a little bit affected by it. I got to see Kyler – come back from hits like that. I just haven't seen it in his short career, man.
2: He does not love getting hit and these things have a way of building up, especially when you've got another uh, fully guaranteed uh, alternative just kind of hanging out there. I'm not saying he's going to go back and play baseball. I'm just saying this is this is a big year for all the key components in Arizona, and I can't wait to see which way. Because guess what? It could go the other way too. It's a boomer bust season for them. They I really could. believe that. Go ahead, Mike.
1: Char- Chargers, Washington Football Team. This is this is a really interesting matchup for me because I, I, I love what the Chargers um, do with the young quarterback. Uh, I like Joey Bosa defensively, um, but it just seems like the Chargers—they always play teams hard, but then at the end of the season, they just seem average. Right, uh, I think this year may be the year that they get over that they, that they get over the hump. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, as long as he doesn't throw the game
2: away, this defense will keep the get, keep this team in games. You know, I could say to you that's unfair to Brandon Staley because he's a new coach, but. That... <laughs> What you just talked about with the Chargers <laughs> and the injury karma seems yep. to span. It doesn't matter who the coach is. <laughs> seems to span coaching staff. I don't mean to laugh about it because I like this Chargers team. I thought they were going to be better last year. If you remember, it was early in the season, and I said, watch out. Everybody's sleeping on the Chargers. You watch out for the Chargers. And people laughed at me. And that was the day, they, the weekend, they almost beat the Chiefs, okay? Yep. And that was the Tyrod Taylor-Lung game. And I remember one guy tweeting late in the games, like, I'm never doubting Mike Arafolo ever again. (laughs) And, of course, even though the quarterback played out of his mind, they still weren't good. They still couldn't put it all together. Uh, We'll see. I know Brandon Staley's off to a good start there as far as his uh, mentality and his ability to set the tone and atmosphere. They're happy about that. Washington, I covered them plenty last year. You know, I'm kind of, I'm unsettled with something. I picked another team to win the NFC East, and we're going to get to them eventually here. Yeah. I picked another team to win the NFC East. And I don't know why I didn't pick Washington, right? Because the defense seemed to only get better. I mean, William Jackson on the back end, Landon Collins is coming back. Defensive line is still killer. Fitzpatrick trust, comes in.
1: You don't trust Ryan Fitzpatrick. It, it, that's that's it, right? Happening. That's that's what it is. It's a. I had, I had I, uh, just text um, a Hall, future Hall of Famer running back uh, a couple hours ago. There's a reason Ryan Fitzpatrick has been on damn near half of the NFL teams. If he was a franchise guy, he wouldn't have been on all of those teams. You know what I'm saying? I just, I I think he has a tendency to throw the game away at times. You know what I mean? He's going to win some, but I think he's going to lose a little bit more than he wins with Washington. All right, next game. Cleveland, Kansas City. This is a big one, Jeezy. This is a big one. Cleveland can put the rest of the AFC and the NFL on notice with a win opening week.
2: Yeah, and uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine about this uh, for his fantasy purposes. I said I really do believe that Baker Mayfield is crossing the four thousand yard mark for the first time in his career. I think they're going to open things up a little bit more. and And I told him, I said, "Go back, go back and look at the numbers. The first nine games he was averaging under two hundred yards per game. The last seven, and then into yep. the postseason, he was at like two fifty. And I think he and Kevin Stefanski really hit a groove down the stretch." I think they throw the football a little bit more this year, especially because he's trying to make that case for the contract. Uh, So I wouldn't be surprised if Baker has a a career year, excuse me, by far. Defensively, though, in Cleveland, um, I think Miles Garrett is a a defensive
1: player of the year candidate. He was one last year. I think he's going to make some noise this year, especially with the Davion Clowney uh, being uh, on the other side of him. But how did it – I just – how do they deal with Travis Kelsey? I mean, people talk about Tyreek Hill and stuff like that, but to me, Travis Kelsey is the key to this Kansas City offense. Maybe the rookie, J.O.K., uh, I don't want to mess up his name. So, Jeezy, you're the one that pronoun- does all pronunciations and all
2: Jeremiah, of that.
1: Of Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa. Yes. I can't wait to see that matchup because I'm pretty sure he's gonna follow Travis Kelsey
2: I around think, sometime. I think you gotta cover him with a DB. You just gotta cover him with a DB, but you can try to be physical with him off the line as much as possible. Not with the DB. Get somebody to kind of hit him. JK and then, and is kind shoot.
1: of a he's kind of a DB. He's a positionless guy. He can play linebacker, safety. I mean, yeah. he's kind of that guy. I think he's the I think he's gonna be with the future of what defenders look like.
2: Yeah, and and uh Kansas City, uh, Clyde Edwards Alair, I want to talk about him. Probably going to do it on Good Morning Football weekend. So tune in this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Plug. All right. Miami, New England. This is a,
1: this is what, uh, AFC East um, division matchup. I I still don't know what I'm getting out of Tua. People can say what they want to. I I like everything else about Miami. I just don't know. I haven't seen enough of Tua to know what I'm getting out of them. And it's going to pain me to say this the New England Patriots are better with a rookie quarterback than they were with uh, with Cam Newton. And this is no disrespect to Cam. I just think that his skill set fits with the Patriots coaching staff and what mm-hmm. they want to do offensively. They built the run the football. And I think defensively, New England is going to be a lot better.
2: Yeah. Um, I hate reading into the preseason um, because it always feels like it's going to be misleading. But yeah. I, I do believe that what I saw from New England was a Bill Belichick team in the preseason. Teams that a team that played smart, a team that used good technique, a team that certainly is more talented because of what they did this off season. So, you know, are, are the Patriots back? Can you say it that? You know, they're not back to where they were at their peak, but they're back on the plus side of 500. There's yep. no question in my mind, and they are forced to be reckoned with in the AFC East. Uh, Miami, I am not as optimistic on, um, and I know that I keep telling the people in Philly this because they're holding their first round pick. I said, I got a feeling that first-round pick you're getting from Miami might wind up being more valuable than your own first-round pick. So keep yep. an eye on that one. Green Bay, New Orleans, um, you know, it, 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 people are people are picking Green Bay in this game. A lot of people. Yep. Because yeah. Jameis Winston uh, and, and being displaced right now by Hurricane uh, Ida. Um, I just got the feeling, though, that the last time this team was displaced by a hurricane— um, they came out and a, played with a lot of emotion, it was uh, Hurricane of Katrina. Yep. And, and it didn't last because they were not a good team, and it was Jim Hazlitt in his last year mm-hmm. as head coach. But that emotion that they were able to ratchet up for week one when they played in Carolina, uh, expected to lose by a touchdown that, ga- that game, and it wound up winning. I got the same kind of vibes right now with the New Orleans Saints. So watch out, Green Bay, is all I'm going to say on that one. Aaron Rodgers versus Jameis Winston. Oh man, headline in this matchup. Uh, look, I-, I think
1: Jameis is gonna be better than we than what we think. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be lights out. I think he can't wait to show everybody. Look, man, I had my I did my own thing this offseason. This is my last year, and I'm a ball out. Next game, Jeezy. What do we got? What do we got? Denver and I ain't gonna say you're a New York Giants, you're more of a Philly guy. Denver New York Giants. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. And uh, Danny Dimes. Uh, to me, the, the, the New York Giants season falls on uh, Daniel Jones. If I don't see some type of jump uh, or some type of way he takes care of the football, complete the passes that are there to be completed, don't hold on to the ball, you know, that long, I think the Giants can be the most complete team in the NFC East.
2: I, this is a team I picked. I, I alluded to it earlier. I said the team that I picked in the NFC East, I think you did too. We were on yeah. the segment together. You actually yeah. stole my thunder when you did it ahead of me <laughs> and made it look like I was just riding your coattails when I was ready to do it. I, I just I see a team that finished five and three last year and I know that they played against backup quarterbacks and teams that didn't make the playoffs. They also had a nice win in Seattle though that I can't get out of my head. I, it just feels like a team that is learning how to win under Joe Judge. They did get better from a talent standpoint. How they're going to keep these pass rushers at bay, I mean, you know, look, it's not yeah. going to be like the preseason where a lot of times you want guys in one-on-one matchups because you want to see what yeah. they can do. Let's see you win your one-on-one in the preseason. Okay, now it's the regular season. Now we got to win the game. So let's scheme yep. it, okay? Let's figure out a way to give you help. Let's slide. Let's chip. I'm fascinated to see how they do it going into this game because they're going to have to do it. It's not going to be pretty all the times. Nope. Uh, they're going to have moments where, oh God, oh, God, Andrew Thomas just lost his one-on-one with Von Miller or Bradley Chubb or whoever it is. <laughs> um but you just try to get by as best you can and come out at the end of the day and have a little bit of a confidence builder. I, you know, I'll, I'll go Giants in this game, even though we're not making checks. Two,
1: two things I want people to be on the lookout for in this game. Saquon Barkley's return. I think, he, I think you know, just talking to him and knowing guys around him, he, he feels healthy and strong. And then when you look in Denver, that rookie running back, Javante Williams, he go. I love Melvin Gordon. He to take his job. Uh, by the end, by, by you know, after four weeks. So, uh, look at for your for your fantasy team. Those running backs will be straight. Next
2: game, Jeezy. What do we got? Chicago I can't see. and the Rams. This is Sunday night football, right? Chicago Sunday the Rams. night football.
1: Do we see Justin Fields this early, Jeezy? Huh?
2: Come on, man. Feed the beast, man. Do we see? Here's him? why. Here's why I say no. <laughs> Matt Nagy is so pot committed to this at this point to Andy Dalton as his guy, that he wouldn't do it in week one. Now, week two, that's possible. But (laughs) it's not a question to me. Like, San Francisco, let's find our opening to get Trey Lance in in, and playing quarterback. Chicago, let's see how long we can go without Justin. Like, that's the the complete opposite approach. It really, truly is. So let's see how long they can go. I mean, Andy Dalton may give them that opening in week one, week two, whatever. Uh, I, I, I think it's Andy Dalton the entire way, even if they play poorly, but if they do and they get beat, I mean, it's going to be talked about all week yep. and then he's on watch going into week two, because this coaching staff and general manager do not have much time to play with. <laughs> yeah. For, for me, and
1: I've said it before, uh, Justin Fields would have to play himself out of the starting role if I was Matt Nagy, but I'm going to flip this thing to the Ram side. Uh, I know they lost some pieces on defense. Some of their safeties left important pieces of that defense. But they still have Aaron Donald, the most dominant player in the National Football League in Jalen Ramsey. I think defensively, they'll be fine. You add Matt Stafford to this offense. You add Matt Stafford to Sean McVay's creativity. You add Matt Stafford to what I think. I think Sean McVay really wants to go four and five wideouts and throw the ball every single play. I think that's what he wants to do. Not so sure it's going to work. But uh, I think that's what he wants to do, and I think they air it out, man. I think I I, disagree.
2: I think Matthew Stafford throws for six thousand yards this year. I was I was just in my head formulating. (laughs) I was formulating in my head like an over under number for you and me to be like. So what's a like if I said forty seven hundred yards, right? Like five thousand is a little high. Forty seven. I'm trying to split like forty five hundred. He will be over that. Think about it, Jeezy. Earlier, when, earlier when,
1: uh, when Sean McVay got there, they were throwing the ball deep. That, that's when everybody thought Jared Goff was an elite guy. It's just now it's, it's decisions that Jared Goff was making. There was the, the fact that he just wouldn't pull the trigger. Now he has a quarterback that's going to pull the trigger, just like and he would.
2: It's our, uh, Tom Self, our producer, thankfully, is coming to my rescue before I embarrass myself yeah. on, a, on, a, on <laughs> an over-under, reminding me that we've got an extra game this year. Yes. So dopey. Don't forget to factor that in yeah. when you set your number. Uh, so I don't know. What's, a, what's that worth? Another 250? So and we're at 5,000. We he'll just went over. to 5,000. Look, here. here's my point. You know, everybody says, oh, Matt Stafford, look at all the numbers he's put up over his career. He's going to put up the best numbers he ever has. And my thing is, I don't think so. Because on those teams, he had to. He yeah. never had a running game. He never had a defense that he could really rely on. Well, I mean, at times he had. But the point is, this is the best team he's ever played on. So this is going to be freeing. Hey, you don't have to be the guy the whole way. So we'll, we'll see how that meshes with the philosophy. One more game. We don't have a One Monday more. Night Doubleheader this year, right? You when did that happen? Did I not I pay attention to that? Yeah, I think you missed it, Jesus. You're <laughs> supposed to report that, man. Come on,
1: dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, Baltimore, Las Vegas. We're be quick on this one. Uh, I think some people in Las Vegas, uh, you know, they doing some bad stuff up there, man. <laughs> you know, when is when, when we gonna start looking at John Gruden? I like John Gruden, but when we gonna start looking at John Gruden and saying, hey man, maybe your philosophy ain't there. You know what I mean? And from a Baltimore standpoint, I just everybody's talking about new receivers and ball and Lamar having to push the ball down the football field. Lamar has to get better passing the football. Period. You've been hearing me say that, Jeezy, for the last couple of years. Until he can consistently put the ball outside the numbers and down the field consistently, until he can consistently throw that deep out uh, across the field with accuracy and and, and, and and some arm strength, he teams are gonna th- teams are gonna know what he's doing, and he's not. You know, th- th- there's just gonna be a limit to what you know the Baltimore Ravens and offensively that they can do to you.
2: There were defenses last year who said, "Let's crowd the hash yep. right with our safeties and force them to go." to the spaces that we're leaving open. And at times he proved that he couldn't do it. Um, So let's see. I mean, they think some of these downfield targets are going to help him with that. Uh, I've got questions. This is a team that could take a step back this year. In my mind, I really truly believe that. Um, And I know that they're trying to evolve on offense. Sometimes that can backfire on you. So we'll see. Um, And as far as the Raiders go, I mean, it's just incredible what this contract has done for John Gruden. Um, It's to the point now where, I'm looking to Gruden. I'm not looking to somebody to fire him. I'm no. looking to Gruden to say, I've had enough of this. This has not gone the way I wanted to. I know I'm giving up, what, $10 million a year, but I could make most of that, if not all of that, back in the broadcast booth. Yes, you can. I'm out of here. Like, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm not reporting anything, please. Don't take that. I'm just, to me, that's the out. That's the, that's the, who's going to fire John Gruden? Himself. Himself. And yeah. we'll see.
1: All right, geez, let's let's change the tone a little bit um, and get to remembering, you know, uh, somebody in our family, our, our NFL media family, Tara Deeker. I used to always say Deeker really loud when, when she walked into the room. Um, our, our NFL me- media family we got hit hard over the weekend, man. Um, we lost our dear colleague and friend Tara Deeker. Uh, I can't say enough glowing things about her. Uh, every room that she walked into, she brightened it up. I mean, there were times where I would, you know, I fly across the country to go, um, to, to the studio in, in Los Angeles and, you know, sometimes you're tired. You don't want to be there. She would always smile and have a joke for me, man, just to brighten up my spirits. That's who she was. Jeezy, I know you have some memories of her too. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we were hit hard.
2: man. I mean, it sounds cliche to say like she never had a bad day. She was always in yeah. a great mood. She, I mean, it's the truth. It's just, she was unbelievable. Um, she was, you know, Andrew Siciliano made a joke about how he would tell her, I, I, "I'm taller than you," and that was their joke back and forth. Because <laughs> yeah. she was, you know, but she was like uh, uh, th- this tiny stick of dynamite, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, players play bigger than yep. they are, right? Like, yep. she was maybe the shortest person in the room, but the biggest personality, the most uh, energetic and bubbling, and, and she was fantastic. And she. She was in charge of swag, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you see this helmet back here? I see it. When we set this up, uh, one of my, I won't say who, but he's a source, right? One of my Mm. best sources. He said, can I get me one of those helmets? And so I hit Deke and I said, hey, really good source. In fact, he gave me a scoop today. Can we get get him this helmet here, right? And so... She misunderstood what I said. She starts to say, she says, all right, give me the address to send the helmet. And I gave her this guy's address. And she goes, oh, I thought you were saying you needed another one for your for your shelf. I said, no, no, I need to send it. She goes, all right, we don't usually do this, but for you, I'm going to do. It. And I, listen, wow. I, It. but she had that way about everybody. I don't know that I was special, right? I think it was just that's the way she always made you feel like you were the most important person and it was just amazing the way she did that, um, and she, she'll be missed because the world needs more, more of that, Mike Robb.
1: More of that in a, in a huge way, man. Um, that'll do it for this week's show, Jeezy. Great job, man. Um, we went through all the games, gave a big shout-out to Deker, our girl. Um, I know she's watching down of us, down on us and, and seeing all the great things we're doing for her. Um, but uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Total Access to Locker Room. For more insight with the Locker Room Point of View, check out the latest episodes every Wednesday and Friday on Apple and Spotify.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower...